Well, hi, everyone. This is Daniel Williams, Senior Editor with MGMA, host of the MGMA Podcast Network. We are joined today uh, with one of our business partners. We're really excited to talk about this. Um, it's the MGMA Emerald Card that we have partnered with. And alongside us today to talk about it is James Ford. He's the sales manager with the MGMA Emerald Card. He leads all sales initiatives there. James, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me, Daniel. I'm incredibly excited to be here and to have the opportunity to talk to you and the MGMA members about the Emerald Card. Yeah, so it is one of our uh, business partners here at MGMA. As I was saying, we're really excited about this partnership. We want to do anything we can to help those MGMA members uh, help you uh, optimize your practices in whatever format that might be. And here it's with an MGMA card. So, James, I want to start, uh, if you could just give us a brief overview of the MGMA card. Tell us why it's specifically built for those MGMA members. So the MGMA Emerald card was built really with a singular goal in mind, and that was to provide the best credit card experience for MGMA members. So the way that we came to this is we collaborated very closely with the leadership within MGMA. We ran surveys, we spoke with members to really get an understanding of what their needs were. Once we had that, we decided to create something that really stands out against the more status quo cards in the market, creating industry-tailored benefits, exceptional cashback components, exclusive vendor offers, and tailored administrative controls. Okay, that's perfect. And just to clarify with people, is it uh, the MGMA Emerald card, it's a credit card or is it a debit card? What is it? Just so we understand that aspect of it. So it is a credit card. Uh, you can have a revolving credit limit. However, as opposed to some of the other cards on the market where it may be personal, it may be business, this one is strictly for the medical groups themselves and the businesses. Perfect. Just wanted to clarify that. I'm, I'll get an email by somebody and go, <laughs> wait a minute, what were we talking about there? So we just want to make sure so we can uh, clarify that. I did want to let everybody know in the episode show notes, we are going to provide direct links to uh, that page on the MGMA website. You can click right into that. Uh, just click on that hyperlink. It's going to tell you the benefits that uh, James is going over today as well. Because again, we're here to help you guys. So let's talk about some of those unique benefits, James. What are they compared to some of the other uh, financial tools or credit cards that are out there in the market? So I think one of the ways that the MGMA Emerald card really kind of stands apart and offers something unique is in its bespoke underwriting process. And what I mean by that is the cards on the market today are overgeneralized. Your American Expresses, your Capital Ones, your Chasings, they're all going to provide you the same underwriting process as a medical group as they provide for a gym, a new hair salon, or any of those other small mom and pops that may pop up. Uh, but that's really kind of where we separate ourselves. We recognize that as an industry, medicine has unique needs. And so we underwrite them with those unique needs in mind. Alongside that, we also understand that your administration is different as well. Uh, for example, if you have a CFO who is, may be departing, leaving for another business or retiring, they don't want their personal credit tied to the uh, previous institution. Currently, it's a headache to get it moved, to get it transitioned. With us, it's a simple two-minute form uh, to transition that ownership from the current C or the previous CFO to the current one. Okay. 
really cool there. Now, one of the things you had sent me, I just want to follow up with you here. You were talking about um, there's a real ease for CFOs um, and an ability to decouple personal credit from the hospital's card. Anything about that you want to share just so we can add that little tidbit for our listeners as well? Yeah. So with your American Express as the traditional cards on the market, they all have a personal liability attached to them or their okay. ties to your personal credit. Um, there's a couple of outliers there, but the MGMA Emerald card is going to be one of those outliers. We completely separate out the personal from the business whenever we're looking at these uh, medical practices, really. That is really cool. Okay. So let's talk about some specific examples then, some success stories, anything you want to share about those MGMA members who have already utilized the card as a tool. Yeah, Daniel. So while I can't share anything about specific accounts, I did recently work with an account that had a unique set of circumstances. Uh, they are a critical access center. They receive both state and federal funding, but they were looking to expand and they needed access to additional capital. And that's where we came in. We spoke with their CFO and financial team and recognized that there was an opportunity for us to help support them. Uh, after we approved their application, we were able to create cards for all of the necessary team members and get them enrolled into the pertinent vendor offers that we had available for. Now they're enjoying those benefits of our transaction monitoring that not only notifies them of any potential fraud, but also any savings that they may be missing out on. Okay. So some of our listeners may remember we uh, had an episode featuring the MGMA Emerald card last year right about this time. So let's talk about that. How has the card evolved over the past year since its launch as a, you know, quote, small business card? Yeah, so when the MGMA card was initially created, uh, it was designed to service those small independent practices. What we quickly came to realize was that there was a need in what we refer to as the midsize segment as well. And this is going to be really any uh, group doing less than $500 million in revenue. And so many of them are still working with their traditional banks, their local banks, or some of the traditional card issuers, but they didn't have those unique benefits that the MGMA card really brings to the table. Okay. Following up then, what were some of the driving factors to start expanding the card services to now serve not only those small businesses, but also those hospitals, those universities, those large systems? So there were really two critical factors that drove this expansion. The first was the entanglement of personal credit with business cards, uh, which we spoke to just recently, uh, but also the limitations of these traditional platforms for hospitals and larger systems. We wanted to provide a modern financial solution. And so we started addressing these challenges that are being faced by the C-suite executives and separating out the personal from the business. Uh, the MGMA card, it provides access to a streamlined platform reducing the complexities associated with our fraud uh, and card replacement and vendor adjustments for these larger inst uh, entities. Okay. Have you had any feedback yet then from some of those larger systems, any universities, hospitals, since they've been using the card? What have, what have they been telling you? Yeah. So we've actually had some overwhelmingly positive uh, responses to the MGMA card. Uh, one of the things that we've been hearing is just how personalized our approach is whenever we're working with these systems. 
Earlier, I spoke about the bespoke underwriting process. Whenever we're talking to some of these larger groups, we loop in our credit team to really get an understanding of the financials, the vendors they're spending with, and where we can help maximize their savings and reduce those uh, complexities we were just talking about. Okay. So we've been talking about this evolution of the card, expanding the scope of the card. So have there been any unexpected challenges, any obstacles encountered during that transition from hey, it's a small business card to serving larger organizations? Yeah, there were definitely some challenges <laughs> with the, uh, <laughs> the first being who we're speaking with. Okay. Uh, originally, we were speaking with uh, single or uh, individual owners, maybe you know a couple of different owners within a practice. But as we recognized this mid-sized segment needed our help or our support, we realized we're not speaking with the right people. It's no longer speaking with the owner of the business. Now we're speaking with the CFO. We're speaking with controllers. It was a whole different ball field we're playing in. And so we had to learn to speak on their level. We had to learn how to interact with them and their ball field, essentially. Okay. Let's talk about the specific features then. You said you did make that expansion to those larger systems. So what were some of the bells and whistles or just some of the uh, benefits there that were offered or features offered uh, for those larger systems? Yeah, so the primary feature that we got feedback on that we really wanted to elevate and improve upon were our vendor offers. We got super niche with them targeting very specific industries. But as we realized these larger systems uh, could benefit from the MGMA card, we kept an open feedback loop listening to which vendors they were spending with or they wanted discounts with. And so that's whenever we started incorporating some of the larger, uh, more popular medical distributors within the field into the platform now, where you can access uh, a variety of different vendor offers really across the entire space. And then to build on top of that, as we increased our vendor offers, we started utilizing AI transaction monitoring. Oh. And this is where we notify you, hey, you just spent with this vendor, but we have additional savings that you could access if you utilize our deal with this vendor. And we don't automatically opt you into it. We don't force you to use that vendor. We just want to make you aware that it is an option. That is so cool. AI has been on the tip of everybody's tongues lately. Uh, we may have to bring you back in a year and talk about the AI utilization, have a whole episode on that. So that's really cool to, to know about that. Um, the next thing I wanted to ask you about was a feedback loop because you mentioned when you first started developing this card with, uh, uh, you know, developing it for those MGMA members that you did some surveys, that you did get some feedback from them. You're continuing to do that based on some uh, offline conversations you and I have had. So talk about that feedback from the MGMA members. What have they been sharing with you? What's some good information they've been giving you? So whenever we first launched the MGMA card, we were and still are incredibly receptive to the feedback. And one of the first things that we were hearing is because we weren't dealing with just the owner anymore, we needed to have multiple users be able to access the platform. And so once we started hearing that more and more frequently, we got our product and engineering teams to kind of escalate that issue. And so we'll soon be coming out with a multiple user function that actually provides uh, control, administrative controls for anyone with access to the platform based on their role within the organization itself. Alongside that, we have continuous vendor expansion through these feedback loops. So anytime that one of our accounts or even 
someone who is thinking about getting an MGMA card comes to us and says, hey, do you have a deal with this vendor that I use more than anyone else? If we don't, we take that back to our vendor relations team and say, hey, can we start conversations with this group here? And typically that's how this process gets started and how we really want to keep the motion going. Okay. Last question then, James. Um, looking ahead, we were just talking about AI, but looking ahead, what are the future plans for the MGMA card? Are there any additional enhancements, any other features in the pipeline that you guys are thinking about? Yeah, so we really want to keep our future roadmap ex roadmap extremely dynamic. Uh, so we're dedicating our time and efforts into expanding our vendor offers, catering to both the large systems and the smaller businesses within MGMA. We want to bring enhancements like receipt and invoice matching, those role-specific experiences I was just talking about, and the AI-driven savings optimization are all things that we have within our pipeline that we plan on bringing to the table. Unfortunately, as with all things technology, it's really hard to put a uh, timestamp on these types of things, but just know they are coming. That is really cool. Well, I want to thank you then uh, for being part of the MGMA Business Solutions podcast today. So thanks for joining us, James. Thanks for having me, Daniel. It's a pleasure. Yeah. So that is going to do it for this episode of the MGMA Business Solutions podcast. We've been joined today by James Ford. He's sales manager with the MGMA Emerald Card. He's leading all the sales initiatives for the card. As I mentioned earlier, we're going to place uh, direct links in the episode show notes. You can click right through, uh, access additional information um, in ways that you can be uh, part of this program. So thanks to all of you for listening to the MGMA Podcast Network. Most physicians don't have the opportunity to learn the business of medicine. What docs don't get taught, physician business training is a course developed by MGMA and administrators from Johns Hopkins University School of Medicine. This interactive course provides in-depth physician business training that can drive personal and organizational success. Purchase now for yourself or your organization at physicianbusinesstraining.com and earn eight hours of CME credit. Again, go to physicianbusinesstraining.com to purchase and to learn more.